recorded for the second time live from the All 7 Days studios in Lyman, South Carolina. It's the All 7 Days podcast. Get your questions in. You know the drill. I'm not going to go through all that again. Uh, 864-660-9473. Ask at all7days.com. If you want a question answered, two people I need to talk about. Uh, very quick intro. Thank you very much. Uh, your listeners are probably thankful for that. Uh, Bradley Cox. And as I said earlier, uh, he's the hot guy. Uh, because he's running a fever with COVID. He and he and his wife, Mary, have tested positive for COVID. But he's on the show today. Hey, Bradley, how are you? Besides COVID. I'm doing okay. Besides I'm infected. Okay. All quarantined up. Mm-hmm. And uh, staying Yeah, out. I mean, yeah, we've been staying at home. It's been, you know, getting a little stir crazy, but it's not bad. I mean, we're, we're, we're both thankfully don't. You know, have very minor symptoms, so we're we're doing okay. That's good. It, had they, did they tell you that? You know, did they test for like? Is it Omicron? Is it Decepticon? What's it? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I I didn't see anything on my test results that indicated what what strain it was. was. Okay. I would assume it's Omicron because I haven't lost taste or smell. I don't really feel any worse than if I just had a cold. Yeah. And that seems to be, generally speaking, what people are experiencing with this Omicron variant. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's so, good. So hopefully you guys will be over it soon and can uh, can get back to your normal routine. I know you're, um, you're not the kind of guy that just likes to sit in a room. So. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, me either. Uh, and the other person I need to talk about is Trevor. I, I'm debating, and I, I'll ask you this question. He, he can't be on the show today because he has bus duty. So the question to you is, would you rather have bus duty or COVID? <laughs> There's a long pause there. You're weighing options here, aren't you? That's a trap question. That's like the scribes and the Pharisees. Well, I did tell him earlier. Apparently, he's got bus duty for like the entire week. And I told him earlier, I said, uh, well, good luck on bus duty and don't push anyone out in front of a bus. (laughs) But if if he did, it would be the last time he had bus duty, probably. That's true. It'd be the last time he saw the light of day. In society, too. <laughs> that's probably true. Oh man, anything else going on in uh, in the life of Bradley that we need to uh, talk about or share or anything? Well, like? I, I would say what's going on what's going on in the life of uh, Stan Fields is uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be it have been announced, I'm sure, to the church is that you're about to come on board as an elder at mm-hmm. Resurrection Church, which yeah. we're super stoked about. Yeah, I found out the qualification of that is uh, gray hair and um, being yeah. being uh, being old. <laughs> Elder means old. Well, we're 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 seasoned. I did. We are. I did model. You know, I I haven't. Yeah, you know, we haven't talked about this as a podcast, but uh, all this is your fault, basically. Um, but uh, I told uh, my son right after. We started talking about this once the once it was uh, coming up that uh, if it if it went through and everything went okay that I would need a popat, and he yeah. immediately went on Amazon and yes you can yep. buy popats 
So I now have a Pope hat. He got he got it. He gave it to me for Christmas, and I modeled so awesome. it. I modeled it last night for the small group for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan Sturgill was wearing the Stanfield's face socks that they had made up for the Christmas party. You got a little ensemble there. Well, and but the thing is, he was wearing Crocs, so it was like I was peeping through the holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a visual i you know that's a good well, thing this is I, I will say i will say to the uh all seven days listeners uh you know you you have such a treat to come and listen to stan and trevor on this podcast we you know we we solicited feedback from our membership on on you and the i, I was when we met as elders the other night i, I told the group i said uh the funny thing about it is almost all the feedback, the sentiment was, well, duh, Stan should be an elder. <laughs> well, duh, why haven't you already done this? Like, it, it, like I, I, I was expecting positive, like it, that everybody just has already seen, I think, the gifts in you and, and your heart and your, um, I don't know, just, just the way you've already you know, ministered to so many people at res and you guys are just now coming up on a year. Has it been, no, how it's long been, been since y'all moved? Uh, it was August of last year. So 20, well now two years yeah. ago. So it's, uh, going on our second full year. So we're, yeah, that's in right. August, that's it'll right. be a full two years. So yeah, yeah so I did, we're, I did have one lady comment to me. She said, you know, you know why why aren't you an elder already and i said well i've only been here a year and a half and she looked at me like really so mm-hmm. um but it, it's been very humbling and, and very um very cool to see uh how this has all come about and all the support so appreciate everyone um out there if you're listening you know tens and tens of people listen to this podcast <laughs> ones and ones and people. <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh so uh but it's it's been a it's been it's been interesting and humbling and uh so anyway we'll uh we'll see if you keep me in this spot for very long it'll be fun to see i'm sure we will i'm excited all right well we have uh the question today we're going to answer is mine and uh but it's something we've talked about a couple of times uh and we'll get into it right after we take this quick break this is the all seven days podcast this episode of the All 7 Days Podcast has been sponsored by Sunrise Apparel and Gifts. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts does custom sublimated graphic printing on shirts, hats, mugs, cups, you name it. If you have an idea for any occasion, they are your one-stop shop to make it a reality. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts is also one of the only distributors of Mia Bella Gourmet All-Natural Candles. Mia Bella is proud to be manufactured right here in the USA and come in a variety of scents. In fact, I have an insect repellent Mia Bella candle on my patio that we bought from Sunrise Apparel and Gifts, and it works great. For more information for other products they offer, look for Sunrise Apparel and Gifts on Facebook or give my friend Chuck a call at 662-212-2543. Free local pickup or nationwide shipping is available. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts, the official clothing partner of all seven days. 
Welcome back to the All Seven Day Podcast. Hey, Bradley, I see you're still drinking from a Christmas bug. Have you not put all that stuff away yet? Nope. That's on my honeydew list is to put away the Christmas china, and I haven't done it. So, But I like these glass mugs, so yeah. I'm kind of reluctant. We only get to use them once a year, so yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we got all our Christmas stuff up really fast. I was like, it's got to go. And my living room now looks enormous with <laughs> all, awesome. that stu- all that stuff in there. You forget uh, you forget how much room that stuff takes up. All right. Uh, I have no show notes except for a few things I've written down here. The question that I have, and it's not really, I guess it is a question in the end, but uh, we've been talking a good bit about the Chosen series. And there've been, we've had conversations about episodes. I mean, the only reason I started watching it was because of you obviously mm. or, or mm. Uh, not obviously but honestly uh, mm. because you were enjoying it and then you know we started hearing buzzes uh rumors um people that may or may not be involved in that sort of thing uh so um so just to give some people some background the chosen is a, is a new television series it's it's still in production it's kind of new, it's kind of a new way of doing things in that it's crowdfunded, right? I think they have plans for eight seasons, um, and they've just funded season three. Season one and two are out, and it is the life of Jesus, right? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's that's probably controversy number one, uh, just the mm-hmm. subject matter that they're taking on. It's not the first person who's ever done anything like this. Uh, I can think back to the Gospel of Matthew that was produced where every word that was spoken was word for word from the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, there have been others who have done, you know, passion plays, other types of TV series um, regarding the life of Jesus. So this is nothing new, uh, but it is a it is kind of an interesting take on it um, in that um, he he's... He's trying to stay, best I can tell, true to the Gospels. But where things are kind of fuzzy in what they portray sometimes, at least he says, is this plausible and does it detract from the story before he puts it in? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I think that's a fair description, just to be brief, about uh, Dallas Jenkins, who's putting all this together. Um, is is his his efforts behind it? Would you characterize mm-hmm. it any differently, or add anything to that? No, I mean, I think <clears throat> from what I understand, I mean, he has a a team mm-hmm. of people that he refers to as biblical experts or scholars. Right. He he himself <clears throat> and he himself went to Bible college. He's a Bible college mm-hmm, graduate, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and I I think that, I mean, we can get into this if you want to. I'm not sure what all directions you want to go, but I think some of the controversy surrounding The Chosen has been who's on that team. Okay. Uh, Because I think think there is a a Catholic uh, and an Orthodox Jew, uh, as well as Christian scholars, New Testament Christian scholars, who are on that team advisory mm-hmm. where, where they, they, they my sense is they take the script and or e- either they develop the script from these people's 
expertise is they talk about, okay, we want to do an episode about the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. And so they have a conversation with this panel and then write the script or they write the script and let the panel review it or both. Um, and some of the controversy has been surrounding who's on that panel. And so, right. um, but I do think based on what he said, Dallas Jenkins, mm -hmm. uh, and what I've seen in the chosen, I do think that the, the, the effort has been, as you said, remain true to what's written in the biblical gospels. Right. I think that I think that is what they're after. It's what right. they're shooting for. And I think I think the people on his team and I'm not I'm not I've seen him in an interview with those three people. Mm -hmm. The I must say the guy who might be the Catholic priest, he, he does have a collar thing on, but that's not necessarily mm -hmm. Catholic. He could be Catholic, I'm not sure, but the way he spoke, he didn't necessarily ca sound Catholic. Um, he sounded more, I don't know, uh, you know, not maybe Episcopalian, maybe some like some of the, one of those other denominations that still wear the collar kind of thing. Uh, but he could be Catholic. I, I, I just missed that. Uh, he did. He does have an evangelical pastor on that team and the mm -hmm. Jewish person is also on the team, but he almost sounded like he was a believer. Uh, yeah. When he talked about Jesus, I mean, it was, it, there was no hesitation to talk about his godness. Um, yeah. Well, and, that's good. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and that was particular in the episode where uh, the one you and I talked about a little bit where Jesus was trying to work out his Sermon on the Mount. Right, he was mm -hmm. he was kind of rehearsing things, and they were talking about the godness uh, episode, or the you know the humanness versus his godness, mm -hmm. and um, so they were talking through all of that, and the and the Jewish person was not hesitant to talk about him being fully God, and I think the Jewish piece also comes into play where you want to talk about the um, authenticity of the time period. These are mm -hmm. Jewish people that we're looking at. Uh, mm -hmm. And how they interact with each other, and the the customs, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I can see that being a great benefit, even if he weren't a Christian, you know, just to get some of that background. Um, mm -hmm. um, but I would also think that if 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 you were getting input from a Jewish person who wasn't a Christian, then that would be the only kind of input you might allow them to have into that, because they're not going to see anything in the New Testament as anything worth telling anyway uh yeah. but that didn't seem to be the the case um now i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say everybody should watch this right um right i'm saying uh, all i'm saying is what i've seen uh um what are some of the other rumors issues that you've heard about um some of the things that are going on with the show the primary one is the connection to the mormon potential connection right. to the Mormon church. Right. <clears throat> a lot of, a lot of the series is being filmed in Utah. Um, he has, I, you know, and I haven't personally read or watched all of these things, but there, you know, I've, I've had conversations with people I know and trust that re referenced 
interviews that Dallas Jenkins has given or statements that he's made that are pro-Mormon um, in a way that would make would would he's not come out and said he thinks Mormons are Christians, but he's just towed the line with that um, in a way that has made some people uncomfortable. Um, and I, I would not sit here and say that I think he has some sort of connection to the Mormon church. <clears throat> I don't think that he, uh, I don't think he would say that. I think, you know, there was a video you sent me recently where he, you know, firmly identified himself as an evangelical Christian yep, yep. and that he believes that the Bible is the authority and that the chosen is not a replacement for scripture. Right. He's made those statements over and over and over and over and over again. And so we can take him at his word or not. Uh, what he does, you know, outside of the filming of the chosen, who he interacts with, who he takes money from, you know, some people are going to get more up in arms about that than others. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that he's taking money from the Mormon church. I don't know that he, um, you know, has even consulted a Mormon on the script of the chosen in any right. way. I think, um, I think part of the connection might be that, uh, angel studios, which owns VidAngel, mm-hmm. I think they may be owned by the Mormons and they are distributing the show for him. Yeah, uh, and that may be the case. That and I think I think that might be the strongest connection uh, with the Mormon Church uh, is is through that. Uh, and he talked about that I think in the in the video as well that I sent you. Uh, just that you know, if you found out that you know the guy who owned your Starbucks was a Satanist or something, would you still buy Starbucks? Um, you know, yeah. I don't, that, that might be a stretch. Well, and but, I think <clears throat> you know here herein lies where. <clears throat> I think there could be some legitimate concerns is that up to this point, what I've seen in the chosen, <clears throat> I haven't seen anything in the script that to me smells like he's pulling from the book of Mormon. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I agree. I haven't seen anything like that. It, to me, it looks like, you know, Dallas Jenkins will tell you that 95% of what you watch in the chosen is not in scripture. In other words, they're filling in the blanks. It's yeah. a drama. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's not a replacement for scripture. Mm-hmm. And what I have said about the chosen, and I will keep saying this until I watch an episode that, I, where I feel otherwise, is that I feel like they get the sentiment right. Yeah. And by sentiment, what I mean is, <clears throat> anytime we read a narrative in scripture, we want to enter into the story. <clears throat> Forgive my congestion. We want to enter into the story. We want to try to feel what the characters felt. We want to we we want to imagine emotion. We want mm-hmm. to imagine what it would have been like. And you know, I've said this at Res the last couple of weeks. A lot of times in scriptural narratives, and this is true of the Gospels as well, we get compressed accounts. In other words. Things that would have happened over, I just taught, started the beginning of Luke chapter 10 on Sunday, where Mm -hmm. in three verses, the first three verses of chapter 10, I think Luke gives us snapshots of what had to be a long, ongoing conversation, preparation, and commission, 
that led up to Jesus sending out 72 disciples to go ahead of him and do ministry in his name. Three verses of the harvest is plentiful, laborers are few, pray to the Lord of the harvest, and I'm sending you out as lambs among wolves. I don't think that happened in 20 seconds. Right. I think that conversation might have taken months with the 72 before they're sent out. Point being, if the chosen were to do an episode about that particular portion of scripture, they might imagine what that conversation, the setting and the different um, different kind of back and forth things that would have happened between Jesus and the 72 would have been like. And the sentiment, I think, is something that we let the Bible guide us to is that we, we look at the details that we are given in the inspired text and then let our sanctified imaginations run wild based on those details, not reading into the text, right. but at the same time recognizing that these are real life accounts. These things really happened. And so when Mary was pregnant and she's still a virgin, it's right for us to imagine that that was a very difficult time in her life to have to have that conversation with Joseph mm -hmm. and her parents and other people, even though the scriptures don't give us, you know, explicit details about what that would have been like, if yep. that makes sense. Yep. That would be what I call sentiment in something like The Chosen, kind of filling in those blanks. And I think they're getting that so far, two seasons in, I think they're getting that right. Yeah, I agree. Um I I was kind of I was kind of wary of the show uh, when it first came out. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen some pretty poor attempts at some of these type of shows, and then you kept just raving about episode you'd seen. You know, I never thought about it like that. You know, it's it and it it caused different um, perspectives. I think on on scriptures that that kind of opened up new new ways to think about. Uh, what might be going on in people's minds and lives and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, so I got intrigued and I started watching. And I, I have to confess, I binged. Just, it was like, when one episode in, I was like, right. <laughs> what, happens what happens next? What happens next? What happens next? How are they going to do that? You know? And uh, most of the time it was with that expectation of what happens next. It's not like I haven't read the Gospels before, you know, many times, mm -hmm. but, you know, how, how are they going to handle that, that next thing? And, mm -hmm. uh, and I was, you know, especially the conversation from John 3 with Nicodemus. The way they oh, did that goodness. conversation was just great theater, yep. drama, emotion. You can see Nicodemus getting it. And, you know, and, and walking through that whole conversation. And the other thing that I, th I found interesting is in each of these scenes, there's, there's somebody like um, Matthew or, or somebody's in the background taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Like writing right. down, they're kind of keeping a history of what's happening. And this is, and you can, you can see that, okay, when the end comes, they're going to have all this, this mm -hmm. journal, and this is where mm -hmm. the scriptures are going to come from, you know. Yep. And those accounts, you can you can then kind of understand how the conversation won't be quite word for word, but it's exactly what we needed to know that happened in that conversation. 
And then, well, and, then the I mean, opposite happens. The... Oh, sorry, you dropped out there for a second. I said, oh, yeah, you go ahead, finish what you were saying. I was going to say, and so you can see the reverse happening when Dallas takes the scriptures and extrapolates out, you know, what the scene should look like. So in that, mm-hmm. in that aspect, it's, it's really an intriguing way to present the Gospels. And also, I think, I think the greatest thing that has come from it is the conversations around Scripture that the show drives. Yes. And I think that is his goal. I hope it is. And, you know, I, you know, you mentioned the, the recording, like them dramatizing that these things had to be written down. Yeah. Um, Have you watched the Christmas episode yet? I have not. No. Okay. Well, I won't, I won't do a spoiler, but um, one of the, to me, the most fascinating thing about the Christmas episode is the way they dramatize how Mary's Magnificat made its way into scripture. Mm. And I like, this is a classic example of what we're talking about is that here's what we know from scripture. We know for certain from scripture is that Luke, for example, interviewed eyewitnesses Mm -hmm. and wrote down his account. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah, that's abundantly clear. Right. That he talked to eyewitnesses and wrote his gospel. Did he interview Mary? Did he sit down with her or or did he via someone else find out Mary's account and story? Like, how did that actually happen? And this is what I think the chosen is doing is they're taking scriptural truth that Luke definitely interviewed eyewitnesses. Mm hmm. These gospel accounts, they didn't come out of nowhere. Right. And I don't, I don't think that the details in the gospels, I, I think the vast majority of them at least were not just Holy Spirit downloads. Like, you right. know, yeah. uh, Mark or Peter or, or Matthew or John just wrote down things that they had no frame of reference for, but all of a sudden it comes to their mind, this is the way it went down. I don't think that happened. I mm-hmm. think they were making notes, and I think there was you know, um, oral tradition that was passed down and held on to and rehearsed that eventually became the gospel accounts. And I think Dallas Jenkins has done a, a really good job up to this point taking what we know for certain in Scripture and then picturing and dramatizing what happens uh, in the gospel, what's recorded in the gospel narratives um, as if they were real life events, because they are. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, we tend to, I don't know, like, I I don't know what happens to our brains when we come to the Bible that we, 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 we don't, we struggle to imagine the real life experience of what is recorded for us. And one of the most, Oh, you know, repeated compliments of the chosen has been that in some way or another, people have said that this drama has made it so real. Yeah. Uh, which I think is true, but you got to be careful. Here's where we got to sure. be careful is that you, you mentioned earlier the episode where Jesus is preparing or rehearsing his sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Did he do that? We don't know. You know, what, what is that based on? It's based on that. I do think it's clear in the gospels that 
Jesus, the divine son of God, without ceasing to be God, became man and lived and ministered during the days of his incarnation, not depending on his divine essence, but in his humanity, mm-hmm. he depended on the spirit to live, to minister, to preach, to proclaim, to heal and deliver. Yeah. All of those things he did as a man, without ceasing to be God, as a man dependent on the spirit. So that's where I think they got the idea that maybe Jesus had to think through mm-hmm. what he was going to say at the Sermon on the Mount before he said it. Yeah. And there's part of me that goes, yes, I don't know for sure that he did that. And I can't infer that on the scriptures and I can't, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to take that too far. Right. But what I do when I watch an episode like that, and I see that is I go, Hey, they're highlighting the humanity of Jesus, which I think I've said on this podcast before is something that we don't do enough. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not heresy to talk about the humanity of Jesus because it was J.R. Tolkien, I think, that said the greatest miracle ever, even more so than the resurrection, was that God the Son became man without ceasing to be God. Yeah. And he lived as a man without ceasing to be God. That's mind boggling. Yeah. And that we are for we I think I say this at Res all the time. We picture the Jesus in the Gospels as uh, floating six inches off the ground and glowing in the dark all the time. Yeah. And that's not, he walked and talked and looked and smelled and slept Yeah. and ate like a man. Um, cause he so, was, because he was, yeah. and he is, Yeah. you know, he's the God man. Right. Um, so anyway, I, I, um, uh, I just think we, it, it, it's hard for us to steward something like this mm-hmm. because we tend to, we tend to put it on the same shelf as sacred scripture. And Dallas Jenkins, to his credit, has said, don't do that. Right. That's not what this is. Yeah. And But people do that, yeah. and, and that's a problem. Yeah. Anytime you approach a show like this as a substitute for what's written in the Word, you're doing it wrong. But if you can, if you can consume something like this and compare it to what the Word says and have great conversations around it, I think that uh, is a win. Um, and any, anything that will drive you back to scripture and say, is that really how this happened? Um, Mm. I think that's, that's a, that's a great question to ask and, and something to go find out, you know, Mm. um, is that how it happened? Is, is what he said there in that scene? Is that, was that from scripture? Um, and go, and go find that out, go read it and put all that together. Um, and compare it to what's, what the show says and, and, and like you said, I think anytime we see anything in there that's just completely bonkers, we, at that point we can turn it off. Um, and I'm not saying I'm not yeah. saying turn it on, but uh, I am saying, you know, at, based on your own conscience, I'm not going to say you violate your conscience by watching this show, but I am going to say if you choose to watch it, compare it to the Bible, always, mm-hmm. and enjoy it for what it is. Dallas even calls it a fiction, um, mm-hmm. but based on based on scripture, uh, and I think any time it can drive conversation around scripture, I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think your point is great. We we should be glad that it's generating so much conversation about the Jesus of the Bible. Yeah, 
the problem is one of the problems I think, and I this is funny that I've been stewing on where we're at in Luke today, and at, at Res we're teaching through the Gospel of Luke, and where I would be picking up this week if I was going to be at church, but now I've got COVID, is um, the seventy-two that Jesus sent out. They return, and they say to Jesus, yeah. even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus says, don't rejoice in that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting. He says, don't rejoice that the demons are subject to you to you in my name. Rejoice instead that your names are written, written in heaven. heaven yeah. And then Jesus rejoices that the Father had hidden these things from the wise and revealed them to the little children. I, there's a whole lot I could say about that. I'll just say this much. We have a tendency to rejoice at the wrong things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, so when, even when we recognize that God is up to something, God is doing something, this is this that we can, we can look at anything, whether it's a series like The Chosen or what's happening in our church, what's happening in our lives personally, what's happening in our career, and we see that the hand of God moving – we have a tendency to rejoice in the wrong things. Yeah. Jesus says to the 72, make no mistake, a kingdom overthrow is happening here. But don't you get don't you go on a power trip because I've given you authority like that? Mm-hmm. Instead, you rejoice that you're part of the kingdom. Right. That your names are written down, yeah. that you're part of this kingdom that is overthrowing the kingdom of Satan. And I think we should just be glad because even if the chosen comes out with an episode that you or I or someone else might look at and go, Oh, that's unbiblical. Yeah. I still think there's reason to be glad that, you know, Paul says in, or, or not Paul, but Luke's account in Acts 17, where Paul is teaching uh, the Bereans and, and he says that the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians because when they heard Paul teach, they searched the scriptures for themselves yeah. to see if these things are so. Yeah. So anything that's driving people to the Bible, praise I'm God. for it. Yeah, praise God. Awesome. Cool. Any other thoughts? Um, I, I would say it, it – this is just something that I've done. Mary and I have done my wife. Um, if you are going to watch it and, and maybe you have children in the house, one of the things that we did, which it, this would be good to do regardless of whether or not you have children is if you use the chosen app, um, or even, I think even if you get it on YouTube or whatever, you can kind of get a sense of what the episode is about and where in scripture that episode is launching from. Mm-hmm. We, when we've watched it with the children, we've always tried to read in the text what the biblical account is of what we just watched or what we're about to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's been cool to have conversations with my kids where they go, yeah, they didn't say that in the Bible, but that does seem to be what might have happened yeah. or how it might have gone down. And, and you know, we have little conversations like that, which I think are good and healthy. Uh, so if you watch it, I would encourage you to include the scriptures in your watching and then, mm-hmm. you know, have conversations about, about the Bible. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Well, I know you got to bounce and get to another call. I appreciate you uh, taking my question and us having a conversation about it again. Super fun. Um, Super fun. Yeah. Um, you know, 
um always great to have you on so well always good to be with you maybe we'll do it again next Thanks week if you're still quarantined hey who knows, who knows? <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks everyone thank you, for yep. Thank you, sir. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember, get your question in. Ask all seven days dot com eight six four six six zero nine four seven three. Let others know about the podcast. Support us at all seven days dot com slash shop or anchor fm slash all seven days. This is the all seven days podcast. For the goal is to make you think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Go give someone what you value most today. <laughs>